Yo, 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 we are back. I am your boy Amir. I am here with. Yo, what up? It's your boy Kev. Saka Fat Talk Mazos. What are going on, my Jamaicans? Welcome back to another exciting episode of Hermosa, baby. Yo, you already know what it is. You know my slogan. I'm here. I'm here. This your boy Brandon. Welcome to another exciting episode of the HMPC Hub Mimosa Podcast. Ladies. 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 I was out last week, but I want to thank my guys for holding it down, especially B. My nigga B went in, you know what I mean? It's the Haitian sensation. The Lord's creation. Building the population. Who in this dancery? Let's get it percolated. Shout out to Mary J. Holleration. What is holleration? So I was out last week, so I wasn't able to share my heartbreak story, and I remember it vividly. Um, I was in the second grade. Damn. Yeah. And this girl was in the third grade, and I had the biggest crush on her. She went to my church. And I was like, yeah, oh, my, oh, my man pulled out the I'm going to need some Kavarsi for this. I'm about to cry. <laughs> so, so, so she went to my church. So word got around that I liked her. They was like, yo, 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 you know Mono like you? Mono like you? You know what she said? I'm scared. She yeah. said, ew. Oh, my God. It broke my heart. Broke my heart. So... When I got home, my brother told me, he's like, yo, you know why she don't like you? I was like, why? He was like, you don't like to take a bath. <laughs> oh, my God. So since that day, I've been washing my ass. Smelling fresh and so clean. Fresh and so clean. That nigga was clean than a motherfucker. And I'm going to tell the story to my son so he stay fresh and clean, too. That is funny. <laughs> Ladies, no exclamations, hollerations, exclamations. Let's get it, percolating, hollerating. Soldiers dance for me. I know that's right. My boy E is bad. My boy is bizzack. Uh, we gonna start it off, fellas. Uh. Uh, with the SARS situation over out in Nigeria, uh, I'm just to, just to uh, read this story. I got this from CNN. Okay, here it goes. SARS refers to the special anti-robbery squad, a controversial Nigerian police unit that has been the target of nationwide protests demanding an end to pro- police brutality. Police announced Sunday. The unit will be dissolved. The excessive use of force by the police in response to the protest reveals the longstanding disregard for the right to lit to life by Nigerian security forces. Amnesty said. Uh, Have you guys heard about the whole SAR situation? Honestly, I'm not going to lie to you. When I heard SARS, I was thinking of the the infection. The infection. Mm-hmm. I really did not know how in depth it was. Yeah. Yeah. Um. 
Well, obviously, at first, like, when you first, first hear about it, that's what you thought it was. And I was like, damn, that shit coming back. But, um... <laughs> damn. That but, too? <laughs> for real, because 2020 already done effed up. Fucked up. But, um... Nah, but when I read into it, and I see that, uh, you know, obviously, it's an acronym... And um, it's affecting the Nigerians, specifically the uh, the Igbo people. Yeah. So it's like. Um, yeah, they're from northern Nigeria. Northern Nigeria, yeah. So um, that you know what you know what this reminds me of? Mm-hmm. Uh, Hotel Rwanda. Rwanda. Yeah. It reminds me exactly of Hotel. Uh, oh, we, <laughs> you are African. Yeah, so, yeah, so this is um, day here. That's that's Brandon's a movie historian. Any movie you want to know, you want to ask him about, he will quote <laughs> that movie. And he'll use the voice line for a line. Got you. You are not even a nigga. <laughs> but the crazy thing is, on my way here, the driver. He was from Nigeria, and I was—I told him about the podcast and all. His name was Samuel, and he was basically saying how like Nigerians' government is just fucked up, like um, blatant corruption. Okay. Elliot's father's Nigerian. Okay. Yeah, I just uh, just want to throw that in there. And he was saying how like th- they're blatant with the corruption. It's like it's it's like they're not even trying to hide it. Mm-hmm. He was saying it started with. You know this this police group that's fucking with people, and now they're protesting about being oppressed by the police and the system. So it's like kind of like what's going on over here, yeah. in a sense. But um, if if you think about it, like a lot of these um, you know, corrupt um, you know, law enforcement or whatever you want to call it, and these type of countries usually come with. A type of leader that um, is is just in it for the riches, uh, pretty mm-hmm. much. It's kind of like you know they they uh, do what they do, and they have certain people under them mm-hmm. that they break off very well. Yeah. So it's like okay, you know, I'm the leader of whatever nation, whatever country. I'm the I'm the head. You work under me. You go terrorize these people, or do basically do whatever you want. Yeah. And you'll be taken care of. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So that's why, you know, it's kind of like a, it, it, it is an uproar because, you know, you're supposed to be protecting us, protecting exactly. us as the people, but you're the one terrorizing us. So mm-hmm. it's like, yeah. But I feel like in most countries, there's corruption. Yeah. It's, but, it's corruption all yeah, over. But when it's blatant, it's like, damn. It's even, even, even in America, if you think about it, the most blatant form of corruption is America, especially when it's politics. You know what I'm saying? So it's just like, I mean, like we like to be like, oh, my God, I can't believe that is happening over there in, in Africa. <laughs> They're fucking animals. <laughs> it's like, I can't believe this is happening. This would never happen in America. It's like, <laughs> shit. <laughs> shit. <laughs> but the, like, the, the biggest difference, in my opinion, is from here, is from America to like, let's say what's going on in Nigeria is over here, we hide it behind a suit and tie. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? I feel like that's the biggest difference. Like, you know, the, the biggest, you know, terrorist or whatever uh, adjective you want to use for it will be the one in their, in, in their suit and, and, and tie pulling the strings. You get what I'm saying? But for example, like in, in Nigeria or to reference Hotel Rwanda, 
you see these people like the the head of the uh the faction is you know very militant they got their uh you know they 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 look the role so basically what i'm saying is <laughs> so basically what i'm saying is like i mean we're i guess we're better at hide not hiding it but not looking like it if that makes sense i feel the crazy thing about nigeria it's either you're really poor or you're really rich. Mm. It's like a very small amount of people in the media. And so... No middle class. Yeah, not really. So who do you think is being really more effective? The rich or the poor? But that's, 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 that's like America. Because when you think about it, it's like... When, when you think about it, like... We call our battle the battle between rich and poor between being white and black. When it actually is an issue between being rich or poor is just the fact that we benefit from being America. People from all over that, that aren't from America think America is so high and mighty. So best believe we use that to our benefit. People are like, oh, America's so rich and wealthy. Yeah. Say that to somebody say that to somebody that live in the Mississippi Delta, bro. Like you get what I'm saying? Like, you know, it's certain people in here. Let's look at the Kennedys. Let's look at RFK. They didn't even know poverty was bad like that, bro. They had this image of America until he actually took what they called a poverty trip so he went down to the delta and actually seen people living off of below five dollars a day mm. you get what i'm saying yeah so it's just like we benefit off of that you know what i'm saying and it's just like with these other countries you know not trying like we try to make them seem like savages but in a sense we're no better bro yeah, we're no better they're fighting against one another for resources we're fighting an entire system mm-hmm. you know what i mean so and the, th- the thing about other countries, like, they really think we are, like, we're rich. Like, I remember, y'all, I know, y'all remember we went on vacay, and we were, like, VR, and I, I'd never forget this, this one kid, he was on the beach. He was on the beach, yo. And he, he asked me, he was like, yo, yo, can you pay for my college? I was like, uh... Nigga, what? <laughs> like, the, where? <laughs> I could give you like twenty dollars. I could give you. You, know, you want lunch? <laughs> I, I can. I can't give you college, but I, I mean, that's, I, that's just shows you how good of a job America does at creating this false ass image. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? The American dream. The American dream. That shit ain't real. That shit is a nightmare. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? It's just like you know. It's just. It's just one of those things. It's like if you live in America, you benefit. You have that that veil, that ignorance that you can put over your face like, oh, little savages over there, you know. But then at the end of the day, you got innocent black and brown people being killed by law enforcement. Let's not go there. You know what I'm saying? I ain't going to talk about that, you know. But, I mean, like, we benefit. We benefit from American ignorance. Oh, look at those savages. Those heathens. Thank God Columbus came over here, you know? Another another uh reason why I feel like um the narrative that like America is wealthy, well I'm gonna speak from um, you know, being Haitian like half Haitian. A lot of like my relatives not even my relatives, every Haitian I know, parents built a house in Haiti. Mm. You get what I'm saying? So and it's not like no little, you know, modest house they build big ass houses Mm. and the thing is it's like the exchange rate is so like vast Mm. you get what i'm saying um it's to the point where 
my dad was telling me in Haiti, they don't really accept Haitian money anymore. Mm. They they starting to take just straight like dot like American yeah, dollars, like yeah. American currency, because the 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 difference in currency is so it's so big. Mm. You know what I'm saying? So I feel like that plays a role into why like other places think other places that don't know any better mm. think that you know America's so rich. And you also gotta look into it the the role like when you look at it. Like, the role that America has in shaping these views and politics, because when you look at it from a global perspective, they're all governed by what? The United Nations. Mm -hmm. You know, the United States will condemn someone else, bring war crimes against them. But a little interesting fact is, I believe, in the mid to to, to early to mid 2000s, the U.N. brought up against the United States crimes against humanity for chattel slavery mm. and the ambassador of the United States got up and walked out. Mm. You understand what I'm saying? So okay. it's just like you have to remember that that when you look at all the atrocities, when you look from a global perspective, like we have this 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 agenda, for example, to remove all nukes. Mm. Who was the first state who was the first country to use a nuke? We were. <laughs> you understand what I'm saying? So it's just like prime example, we talk about the atrocities of the Holocaust, but what they don't talk about is how that we snuck, we snuck Nazi scientists over here. That's how we got. That's how we got the space program, aka NASA. It's from the Saturn V rocket. That's how mm-hmm. the Saturn V rocket was built. Mm-hmm. So when you think about this, we talk about all the atrocities because in the UN we're the one that sits up top. But then when they try to bring our atrocities to the forefront, it's like, oh well, well you know we're America, yeah. you know. We're the white man of the world. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, you know, and it's sad because you can't talk. It's white privilege and it's American privilege. You suffer from American privilege, a.k.a. ignorance. So yeah. it's just like when you look at all the things that we did, you know what I'm saying? It's just like we talk about things like the Holocaust. We could have prevented the Holocaust. You understand what I'm saying? We talk about the atrocities committed to these people, yet we help some of these scientists who, who committed atrocities to mm-hmm. these people to benefit us, aka that's how we got the that's how we got NASA. Yep. Mm. When you think about when we drop the when we drop the hydrogen bomb on Japan, we send our best thinkers, our best thinkers when it comes to economics to build that country up. We use war as a means of profit. Mm. You understand what I'm saying? And with that means of building profit, you also get this idolization that damn Americans are this, that, and the third when it's not. When you look at the root cause, we destroy countries for what? To get our presence over there. Mm. You know, and that all comes from, like, the big stick policy, foreign policy, imperial, it's all imperialism, bro. You know, it's the aim of the game. But uh, we're, we're definitely praying for the uh, families out there and for the 10 people that lost their lives out in Nigeria, man. Uh, just real quick, I, um, speaking of, you know, since we're on the topic before we uh, switch over, I've seen a picture of somebody... Um, Attacked one of the SARS agents. Yeah, bro, and like, this how really got over there. His guts was hanging out. Oh my god! Like literally, he was laying on the ground, alive, fully conscious. Yeah, my man's guts was hanging. You know out. it's serious. So it's like guts is involved. Like, 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 like seriously, like. Oh, so if you fighting and your guts is out, it's like yeah. Yeah. Like, come, you get, get over here. Like, oh my gosh! Like, Listen, you know what I mean, they, they. <laughs> Uh, you want to see some guts? <laughs> Hair branding, though. Michael Malley. You think about Michael Malley? <laughs> <laughs> Who's that from? Uh, 
You know what we should do? You know, oh, I was about to say, we should, uh, whoever catch on to that reference, get a t-shirt. That's great. That's what I'm going to start saying. Oh, you got Michael Malley, bro. <laughs> I know where it's from. I'm not even... Like I said, <laughs> listen, I... Pray for those. <laughs> uh, prayer, prayers out to Nigeria in the guts and everything. Fellas, my topic. I've, I've, I've been... This has been pissing me off. Like, I, y'all know the gym is back open and whatnot. Mm-hmm. So, the women are back. Mm-hmm. And they looking good. Mm-hmm. And it's a gang of creepy ass niggas in the gym. <laughs> stalking. Like, there's a way that you can admire a woman at the gym without being a fucking creep. Like, yo, my nigga. You I'm, <laughs> you know that? Yo. I don't think they know. I don't think they know how. Cause this, I'm looking at I'm looking at men like, yo, bro, just go say hi. Like you don't like you looking. I get it, but yo, you looking crazy right now. <laughs> I, I, I don't know. This certain gym etiquette. It's gym etiquette. It's like yeah. yo, you don't really. Well, you don't. Oh, you could glance yeah. quick. Like damn. Woo. You can glance. You can. Bro, I say damn in my mind all the time. Like, damn. But to be staring, staring. And also, for me, I don't like to approach a woman in the gym because she's obviously there to work out and get yeah. her workout on. I don't want to mix up her, her workout and stuff like that. But whoo, shout out to the girls who go to the gym. Mm-hmm. They care about themselves, <laughs> and I care about you too. Ah, Haitian see? sensation. Being a creep, I'm back, Look baby. You, you being a creep on the podcast about the sensation. No, but um, <laughs> but yeah, it, honestly, it's it's not even just in the uh, in the gym. It, it's it is basically everywhere. everywhere you know what I'm saying? Yeah. But um, also it's like, bro, like we all know we look. Women know we look. You know what I'm saying? But there's a difference between looking and just, like, glaring. You know what I'm saying? Because it's kind of like, okay, if you want, if you did a quick glance, that's different with staring and making somebody uncomfortable. Now you're making people uncomfortable. You know what I'm saying? And then now, let's say you make them uncomfortable. You finally, you know, get the gall to go up and, and talk. Now she don't want to talk. Of and then now, and now you're going to want to curse her out. You, you, get, you, you get what I'm saying? That's when you hit her with the look. I ain't taking no for an answer. <laughs> All right, so. Oh, my God. All right, well. So, all right, so now y'all know, stay away from Brandon. <laughs> stay away from stay Brandon. Away from Brandon. <laughs> no, just stay away from him in general. <laughs> Not the gym, just in general. But, um, yeah. <laughs> yeah, but, um. <laughs> um fellas. All right, here we go. Here we go. <laughs> But um fellas fellas you know just glance don't stare don't make it weird don't make it weird because it's a it's a lot of stuff already going on out here and you doing that's kinda of making it well not kinda it is making it worse you know what I'm saying because uh you know a lot of people are getting kidnapped this that and the third so but, but yo keep it on Keep it on it. You don't think women go to some women go to the to gym for that for that attention? Okay, because you ain't gonna tell me you ain't about to be at the gym 
for two hours doing ass ups all day. <laughs> Yo, you know that one girl? That's what she's doing now. She's doing that for like. She's been on that same machine for Look like, like a fucking unicorn. <laughs> she's been on that machine. Yeah. I, y'all know what machine he's talking yeah. about. The ass, the ass so, fucked up. thing. My question is, you know what? He's right, but my question is, do you fall for that trap? Mm. That's the thing. Do I you think... fall for that trap? <laughs> I think um, I don't think it's necessarily anything a dude's falling for the trap. It's just sort of like yo, she's doing. You can tell, for example, like when a girl's working out, and she just has some girls can't hide their body. It's like damn, yo, yeah, she, she got a, she got a nice body. Yeah, you may work out, you may glance, but then there's some girls that's on that that asthmatic five thousand <laughs> for the last two hours. You know what I'm talking about? Wearing them tight ass tights. Tight ass tights. That little shirt, <laughs> that 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 crop top, the titty, the, the titty crop. Like you know what I'm saying? Just doing mad shit. Only thing they're doing is ass workouts. <laughs> like on a squat for like thirty minutes. So it's just like those chicks, it's like, yo, you doing that for attention. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So it's just like, granted, it's 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 a little give and give. It's like, fellas. My thing is, you know, when a girl's just trying to work out just to get a workout in, don't be a fucking creep. The chick that's on the Assomatic 5000, <laughs> if you want to watch, watch, because he clearly had to put on a show. That one leg, strong as hell, bro. <laughs> like, that Thiomatic 5000, <laughs> squeezing hard as hell. On the- <laughs> but, um, you who said something? You said, ah, crap. That damn drink getting to me again. Uh, you said the women that want the attention. Mm-hmm. I think it's a way you go about giving the attention. It's always a way you go about it's always a way. It's, but like, don't fall. Like you said, don't fall into the trap. But you I know mean, what it is? Like, even when it's not the gym, even just in general, you get what I'm saying? You find a woman attractive, whatever, whatever, you go up to her, you say whatever, 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 you know, either she with it, she not, she with it, not me, you guys, exchange numbers or whatever, social media. Social media. <laughs> I put emphasis on that on purpose. I know. <laughs> or if she not with it, just like keep it moving, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like I said, it's if, if yeah, like Brandon was saying, some are there clearly for the attention, mm-hmm. but it's like the way you give the attention mm-hmm. also matters. You know what I'm saying? You can't be like, well, you ain't here working on that ass. I know you see working on that ass, so what's up with that ass? Girl, you, ass <laughs> you get what I'm saying? You you ass, <laughs> like, I ain't gonna lie to you. The gym I go to, it was these two fine ass Haitian women. My nigga, they had body. They had body of like they goddesses. Were, they was working out with the like flag on their chest. Yeah, no, yeah, no, nah, nah, they did. They, they did have a flag shirt. But it, but <laughs> you knew jogging on the shit. <laughs> <laughs> I was somebody recording that. Bro, this how that <laughs> Hey yo. But my nigga, when I tell you they could have had any nigga in that gym that they wanted them. But here's my here's well, hold, my, hold, 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 hold on, hold on, But like I I, I watched how, like, if they were over there working out, the niggas would just migrate to them. <laughs> like, if they were over here, the niggas would migrate that way. And low-key, like, I just stopped seeing them. Like, they just stopped coming to the gym. And I'm like, damn. Like, <laughs> y'all just scared them off, bro. Yo, yo, who am I, who am I, who am I? 
ladies. But no, nah, dead ass, dead ass. But like, my, my my question is like, all right, granted they got attention, but my thing is, when is attention too much? Because that seems a little bit too much. Like, granted, I get it. When you want to go out, you want to feel confident. You know what I'm saying? You want dudes to to notice you. But when does it become too much? I think that's a little too much. And I don't think that you should. My thing is, if I'm a woman working out and I constantly see dudes are constantly following me to a particular area that I'm at, that's a little, it's a little weird. You understand that's what I'm saying? So I'm like, when is when is when is too much? Because like me from a male's perspective, I feel as though a lot of women tend to focus on attention. That's why they do it. But then it's like sort of like not all attention is good attention. You get what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And the ones that tend to like attentions are the ones that are like, oh, niggas ain't shit, this, that, and the third, but they do the most when they go out. That's true. You know what I'm saying? So that's that's the question I propose. Um, one thing that we we got to realize is as much as we be looking at women, women be looking at us too. That's true. That's very true. True. Very true. True. Story. I took a chick out to dinner. I get up to pick. No way. You? Yeah, me. <laughs> Haitian sensation. <laughs> oh, yeah, we're going out to eat, baby. I'm going to feed you. You hungry? We're going to eat. No way. But I, I took a chick out to dinner. I stand up to pay the bill. And she's like, oh, yeah, I just looked at your dick print. I looked at it like five times. I was like, oh. Oh. <laughs> oh. It's going to be one of them nights, huh? Check, please. <laughs> wait, wait, wait. What did you feed her? Check, please. Uh, tacos. <laughs> Tacos? Yeah. Did, what, what episode was this? We're doing that tonight. 12? Oh episode 12? <laughs> <laughs> we was talking about uh, where, you, uh, where we take them on the date. Yeah. <laughs> you for the tacos. We got, you know, shout, shout out the Kaba. Kaba. I'm just about to say, shout out the Kaba. <laughs> <laughs> shout out the Kaba. Shout out the Kaba. Girlfriend, I don't know your name, so I'm going to call you Kabet. <laughs> 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 shout out the Kaba. <laughs> don't let your boyfriend take you to no damn IOP. <laughs> Kaba, I'm going to see you in the YMCA open. <laughs> shout out the Kaba, bro. <laughs> I bet. <laughs> yeah, you a, a idiot, bro. I swear. But uh, yeah. <laughs> the fuck is a combat? So shut up. But uh, who we at next? <laughs> Y'all see, <laughs> Offset got his girl back. Y'all happy about that? Uh, no, I, I honestly, don't, I don't even care. Bro. I don't, I don't care, care either. Because now it's just like with her. It's like. I don't, like I don't think she's I don't think she's bipolar. It's just the fact that it's like I don't think she's she just goes off of emotion. emotion yep. You know what I'm saying? Very it's just emotional. like and my thing is it's okay to go off emotion. It becomes a problem when she start to broadcast her emotions. Mm. And then she was justifying saying, "Oh, I just brought him back for some dick." That that's lame. And it's like yeah, my thing is like that. as much as I respect her, yo, it's like yo, I, I would expect it's a real answer, but then it's like that's still kind of immature. Mm. Because it's like, yo, you're not really getting rid of the problem. You know, it's a temporary fix. And it's just like some women, not all, they overemphasize sex. You know what I'm saying? It's just like, yo, a lot of these women put up, and dudes do it too. A lot of these individuals, like, put up with niggas and women because of sex. And it's just like, bro, that's not a fix. You know what I'm saying? It's nothing. It's okay to have sex with that individual, but understand that. That should only be the extent to it because this person brings this, that, and a third, you know, so. I don't, I feel like people, a lot of people don't know how to uh, differentiate um, having genuine feelings and having lust for somebody. 
I feel like a lot of people know how different differentiate the two because, like, all right, just because, you know, like, she she gave you the best head you ever had or, you know, he clapped your cheeks like no other, that <laughs> that doesn't mean, like, I mean, that, <laughs> that doesn't mean, like, you be... <laughs> that doesn't mean, like, y'all belong together. You know what I'm saying? Like, keep that, keep that relationship as it is. <laughs> keep that relationship... As it is, like that's it. Like yo, y'all got hella, y'all got hella lust. Keep it that way. Like y'all don't need to be together. Ladies, you, you know, you know it's different when you hear that bass in that voice. Hey, sensation here. Um, so on that note, as far as it being in the public eyes. I'm not really feeling that. Um, I kind of dated a girl, and she didn't want to put me on social media. And I felt some type of way. I'm like, damn. All my boys and their girls on. No, I, I felt some type of way. But now, as we're not no longer together, but as the relationship grew, I could understand why. You really don't want people all up in your business. Yeah, that's very true. You want to keep your private life private and your public life public. Mm. Side note, Cardi boobies on the internet. Nah. <laughs> <laughs> That's but, one thing I wanted to bring up too. Uh, uh, hold, hold on, give me two seconds. Give me two seconds. Uh, listen, y'all. Offset was literally going through it. Like I, that's that's one. That's my favorite Migo. So I follow him. That nigga was like, "Yo, what color should I?" change my hair to like he was like stressed out so i think i really think he really wanted her back and like when it comes to her i think her life is really when you become famous everything's on a high ass magnitude Mm -hmm. she filed she filed for divorce and tmz threw it out like she didn't announce her singleness but i don't i don't necessarily think that you know she doesn't strike me as someone that likes to be like, she's in the limelight when she needs to be. You understand yeah. what I'm saying? Where it's the promotion. She doesn't strike. Because if that was the case, she would see you would see her daughter posted everywhere. Yeah. My thing is, when she needs to be in the limelight, she's in the limelight. For promotion, I don't necessarily think that she was trying to promote anything. I just see her as someone that is in love. But at the end of the day, I think she understands the individual who she's dealing with. But now it's she's a little bit more invested because now it was a child, and that's what I honestly think it comes down to is just the fact yeah. that she doesn't want her her child to grow up in a separate household because I believe I honestly believe that if she wasn't if she didn't have a child she would have she would have been like him. Uh, I yeah, think so, bro. That too. I think so. They got a lot invested. Because Cardi B doesn't strike me as someone that's like 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 a Nicki Minaj type. You know, she was never like that. You know what I mean? Mm. So it's just like I don't I don't see that. I'm not big on the back and forth stuff. It's a little different for them because they're married, but in relationships, it's like, yo, man, I can maybe do it like maybe once or so, but the constant, the back and forth, back and forth. Are you like, talking about like, breaking up again back together? Yeah, breaking up back together. That's normal. It definitely is normal. It's normal. That, that's what people think relationships are. People think that relationships are supposed to be like Tahiri and, and um, what's my man's name? Vado. You know what I'm saying? If niggas don't argue or a nigga ain't threatening to put his hands on you, he don't love you. It's like, that's not true. 
So if that's the case, OJ loved the shit out of Nicole. <laughs> but you know, no dis- no disrespect, no disrespect to the like Nicole Brown or the Brown family. Like you know, the domestic violence isn't something to joke about. But just using the, the example, pay attention to the principle, not the example. You get what I'm saying? So it's just like, you know, but that type of shit has become normalized. Yo, you you've been like I've been I've I'm surprised. Like I've seen women question their relationship because their man doesn't argue with them. Uh, yeah. You understand what I'm saying? Uh, it's just like if they have an issue, the dude rectifies it, they have a problem with that. Mm-hmm. And they take that as, you know, a man being weak. And that's not the case. It's just like, bro, one, if, you, if you're if you a man and you like to argue with a woman, bro, you need to reevaluate your life. Because that's just one argument. You're not going to win. Mm-hmm. Arguing with a woman is like arguing with your mom. Like, oh, you're not going to win, my nigga. Like, like, you know, and it's just like, I think a lot of, you know, and that's just what I know as well. Um, I just want to, this something just popped in my head, right? Now, in theory and in principle, they both are wrong. I'm putting that disclaimer, I'm putting this disclaimer out now, right? They both are wrong. But what's the difference between a side chick and the home record? If you want to make the art. I feel like a side chick might know her role as a side chick. Uh-huh. A homewrecker is going in with the intention to fuck up your home. But then I don't, I don't, I, I disagree with that, yo. I think the difference between a side chick and a homewrecker is the man. Because at the end of the day, they're the same thing. Because yeah, my thing is, theory, yes. like, my thing is, mm-hmm. a homewrecker, you can't call somebody a homewrecker because someone can't wreck your relationship. That relationship was already wrecked. You get what I'm saying? At the end of the day, a side chick and a homewrecker are the same thing. You know, it's just no, it's just it's just the amount of responsibility the individual wants to take. It's like, bro, at the end of the day, if you're if you have a side chick, you understand what I'm saying? And that's what you want to call it. It's the same thing. If you're afraid to say that, you're going to just label her as a home record when it's not the case because no one can come in and wreck your home. Your home yeah. That home was already right. destroyed. Yeah. Like, it was on the shit, well, I think I love my wife, when he was like, um, mm-hmm. you know, if you've been dating for, if you've been, if you've been dating for three, you've been breaking up for two. Mm-hmm. That's just one of them situations. Mm-hmm. I was going to say, uh, I feel like a, a side chick can become a home wrecker. Like, we, we we talked about this before, whereas, you know, you have to coddle to the side chick, whereas you got to make sure she good. Because if she's in her bag, she can say, you know what? I'm hurt. I'm about to hurt you and her. I feel like, I mean, a, a side chick, a side chick is the one that's just, I know my role. That's what I'm going to do. I know what it's about. I know what it's for. I know you go back. To them, a homewrecker, she gonna be like, you know what? Uh, you playing, you playing too many games. Matter of fact, let me tell her. Let me come woman to woman. That's, that's <laughs> such a corny and like, I hate when like I hear shit like that when women like, oh, I want to be woman, woman to woman. Oh god! Oh god! I'm coming to you as a. And woman. It's just like, when did you realize that you needed to come woman to woman when? Oh, when you were sucking my dick and I accidentally busted on your face, like it's like when when did when did you have this epiphany? Woman to woman. When when while we were meeting up 
at like you know the Swan. You know what I'm saying? Well, I'm telling my girl like, oh, I'm pulling, I'm pulling, I'm pulling doubles when I'm really pulling doubles in your guts. You know what I'm saying? When did you have this epiphany? Because nah, but but, but someone said when do you, when I was doing that or when I realized that I didn't want to fuck with you no more. You know what I'm saying? So it's just like. When was the woman to woman experience? When was that eureka moment? A woman. I'm coming to you as a woman. I'm coming to you as a woman. <laughs> yeah, you're coming to me as a battered woman. Word, That's where you woman. come, a hurt woman. A hurt. Because now I'm clapping my girl's cheeks 25 times harder. <laughs> like, you know? <laughs> they don't want to see us together, boo. I love us. Uh, I love what we got. I just, Yo, uh. Shit, you going to make me some tough? You going to make me some tough? Just to beat it up right there. I just, uh. Wanted to say uh, that was a trick question. If you're there, really trying to differentiate the two, you a trashy individual. Oh, yes, there is a difference. Yes, there is. There is no difference because that's why I put a disclaimer out in the beginning. You get what I'm saying? They're both like they're they're both wrong. Yes, you can say, okay, um, the side chick play her role. Da da da. The home record wants to come in and be the home. Yeah, you can say that. But in all actuality, it's the same thing. So if you're there trying to really differentiate the two and trying to say, well, this one, (laughs) if you're trying to say, well, this one is bad and this one is really not. But what we're going to, but this comes also comes down to society because we, 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 (laughs) amen. Amen. We as a society. Because <laughs> <laughs> we as a society. Uh, we are. Uh, we are. Uh, we we uh we 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 normalize uh, the side chick. <laughs> we normalize the side man. Wacom, Gotta have a new bit. <laughs> Don't ask. Don't ask. No question. No question. Don't ask. <laughs> oh, oh my. <laughs> I said, don't ask. He said, why, why, why come, why come the passing? Got a new house, got a new car. <laughs> Look, don't. if y'all if y'all get that reference, you get a shirt too. That's for sure. I said, don't ask. Yo, honestly, yo, I think men and women who honestly think that you could differentiate. Those are niggas you gotta watch out for, cause those are the type of motherfuckers that serve you a hot dog that they just cooked in the microwave. <laughs> <laughs> that got cheese in that bitch. <laughs> you don't never trust nobody that microwave hot dogs. Like, you know what I'm saying? I'm just saying, it's people out there that that microwave hot dogs. And that's nasty, bro. You, you remember? You remember home ec class? You make them octo dogs? Yes. I used to fuck them octo dogs up, and it's like, son, we just putting raw hot dogs. That's why you act like in a microwave. Like, raw hot dogs in a microwave. Like, but but nah, like on all serious note, you know I'm a serious man. Yeah, you know what I'm saying I'm a, I'm a serious man. I'm a serious yeah, man. Yeah, serious. Yes, I'm but, a serious but nah, man. Honestly, what's that guy named I just think that um, people who like that say like, oh, this person is a home record. I just feel the majority of the case. So there are some cases where you do have cases where people are actual home records. Mm-hmm. I think it's just due to lack of. Acknowledgement and responsibility on that individuals, and meaning that 
that person is a homewrecker because you failed to acknowledge that your house was about to be bulldozed. Mm-hmm. What I mean by that is, you've seen it was a problem with your significant other. Mm-hmm. You've seen this problem spewing, but yet sometimes people let ego get in the way. Well, it's like, I'm a man, I'm not going to do it. <laughs> like that. And a girl like, well, I'm a female. <laughs> so they're not going to do that. So it's just like, you guys know it's a problem, but no one's willing to bring the problem to the table because we think that if we're one to acknowledge something, it's a sign of it's weakness. So what people do, they leave their back door, they leave their door open. Door, yeah. And then people think they leave the door open. Oh, I'm doing what I want to fuck this nigga, yada, yada, yada. Mm-hmm. But little do you notice, that's just you saying that, yo, I'm hurt. Mm-hmm. I need somebody to talk to because the first nigga that gives you attention or the first female that gives you attention, yeah. you about to just have pillow talk. Exactly. You about to be just straight loitering niggas. Lay your head on my pillow. <laughs> yo, lay, song, yo, lay, yo, lay, yo, lay. Give me this damn mic. <laughs> but nah, you're right though. Like you, once you let the devil in, it's, it's no coming back. Yeah. Like, and people, and people think it's the side chick. Is that? It, it's actually you. It's actually, it's actually you in your partner y'all didn't fix that and you decided to go somewhere else yeah, you know what come to my church come, hug y'all out. come to my church 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 bring offering church and stop eating hot dogs in the fucking microwave oh my you God. did that <laughs> get a torch woman grill you really do do that man it's crazy girls be like oh I made something to eat like this one with that cold ass oh my <laughs> gosh big intestine uh, <laughs> Next topic, the devil's lettuce. The mm. devil's lettuce. Marijuana. Legalization of the marijuana. Finally. I'm just going to pass it to you because you got a lot of excitement about this. Ladies. Um, <laughs> ladies. Ladies. He talked to the weed, not y'all. Yeah. <laughs> um, honestly, I feel it's something that should have been legalized in all states a long time ago. Um, I'll tell you why. Why it wasn't. Mexican. <laughs> um, I feel like the states who have recently legalized it, started everything, yeah. they're making money. Yeah, it's the Mexican. I feel like oh, I, <laughs> oh. I, I feel like Jersey needs to do it so they could bring down the toll. Toll went up. <laughs> <laughs> nah, dead ass. Toll went up. Like, that's like a dollar like, ninety. Like, oh, that nigga smoke weed. <laughs> <laughs> Going to the weed, man. <laughs> <laughs> like two, three dollars certain stops. So, <clears throat> I have a, I have a, uh, a question. Yeah. Now, I'm gonna agree. Yes, we should, like the whole United States as a whole, should uh, legalize weed. You know what I'm saying? Because if you are here, uh, um, selling cigarettes and 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 letting 18 year olds go to the army to kill people, we can. Have marijuana, and plus, y'all can tax the shit out of it like you tax everything else. So you'll be uh, making your money. Uh, 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 that's why. No, I'm saying you can put you can put taxes on it. Not like how. Wait, but with, let me. Let me like, if you if you um. Not only that, if if it's like yeah, true, it can't it can't uh create jobs. But anyway, back to that's what I'm saying. But um, back to my uh, what, uh, what I was tra- what the hell was I trying? You're talking about um, it's, it's, the, it's that weed. If that if that reefer, that, that that reefer my my memory gone. But um, yeah, we should definitely uh legalize it because like, honestly, what is your argument against it? Because people always trying to say, oh, it's a gateway drug, this, that, and third, da da da. Yo, you, it's it's really not. You know, you know, on um, because you know Reagan started like the war on drugs when he classified 
drugs. You know, weed is considered a class two, two tra- class yeah. two drug, and cocaine is labeled a class one. You know why? So they're they saying that pills, yeah, needs to be in Coca Cola. Yeah, so they're basically saying that marijuana is more harmful to you than cocaine, which is crazy. So um, I have a, I have a question because that, that uh, just made me think of something, right? Okay, you legalize marijuana, right? Mm-hmm. Now. That might put the local weed man out of business, mm-hmm. right? So is he, A, going to go work at a weed dispensary, or B, find some harder shit to sell? What do y'all think? That, though, with, the, with the weed, when you think about, like, people being incarcerated, That's what I was once you say. legalize weed, you, you release so many people. Mm-hmm. Not only do you decriminalize it, people who have records from carrying mm-hmm. small quantities a week, because I think you only need, like, I forgot the percentage. Um, you, you not only that, you clear up so many people's record. Mm-hmm. And not only that, you decriminalize it. Mm-hmm. That means that you take the whole gang aspect of it. You take mm-hmm. you take revenues from gang and you're putting it back to the state. Like for example, let's look at like uh, a city that's that, that that's below the poverty line. Mm-hmm. You legalize that, majority of people in these areas smoke. Mm-hmm. Now that's putting money in now you tax it, that's money that's going back into that community. Exactly. I mean in theory. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And not only that, people who have records that can't get jobs off of weed, mm-hmm. the record gets expunged. Not only that, you create weed dispensaries, you're creating jobs. Mm-hmm. You know? Now, now that you said that, I said this a couple podcasts a while ago. America does not like saying, oops, my bad, I fucked up. I, I think the biggest thing is that, how do you say oops? When you think about the. Like, they, not let, they gotta let. Uh, like you just said it. I'm going to be as straightforward as possible. They're going to let all the niggas and all the Hispanics out of jail. Think, and those are going to be the motherfuckers that's profited off the most when you think about it, bro. Hey, yeah, that's, that's but, but that's what I'm saying. That's I don't think... It's, it's I don't th- my thing is, I think that... But no, nah, here's my thing. When you look at opioid abuse, and I, like, I'm not trying to be racist or anything. I'm just stating what's clearly that's, obvious. They have a more apologetic to opioid abuse because what they're experiencing is what we experienced during the what? Exactly. The crack epidemic. Exactly. But my thing is this. If they would have experienced the same experience we experienced through the crack epidemic, they would have been more apologetic mm-hmm. to it. That's what I'm saying. When they're saying, oops, we fucked up, it's more so, oops, we fucked up to the black community. Mm-hmm. Because number one, once we decided to get tougher on crimes, what did we start doing? We started... Cracking down on yeah. drugs. Yeah. Marijuana is one of the most used drugs. But then when you think about it, a lot of people in these communities suffer from anxiety. So they use this to self-soothe. You know, so... I, 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 I'm going to shrug. When it comes to opioids, I feel like like the politicians' daughters got hooked on it. <laughs> nah, nah, nah. Like, like dead ass. Like, like, like Susie and Betty... And Ryan you know, and them. Be funny, Chelsea Clinton. Exactly. They they got hooked onto that shit, mm-hmm. and now it's like you know what? And, this is a problem now. And not even that. When you look at, because everything is classified, bro. Like when you look at cocaine, what is cocaine? Because when you when you think about it, cocaine and crack are what the same drug. Mm-hmm. It's broken down, and one is just broken down. Like one got a little bit more base to it. Mm-hmm. But the thing that distinguishes one is identified as a what a white, white, drug. white drug. One is associated as being a black drug. drug. 
What is marijuana? Marijuana, I don't give a fuck how many white people smoke it. It's an everybody (laughs) drug, but it's more associated with black and Latino. Yes, sir. You know what I'm saying? So that's what it really narrows down to. If more lawyers and politicians smoke weed, Mm -hmm. you know what I'm saying? It's cool because we all know Obama smoked weed. You know what I'm saying? It's just... Like, uh, like, you know what they I'm saying? Do. So it's like yeah. they smoke marijuana. Mm-hmm. You know? That's how they call, they call uh, cocaine the uh, white man's drug. Yeah. yeah. Um, circling back to a question you had uh, regarding the the people who are dealing, mm-hmm. quote unquote, illegal right now. Mm-hmm. I think they're still going to continue to profit due to the fact of it's taxed. It's taxed. Mm-hmm. You'll pay because I've gotten some from a dispensary and I got some from a, a dude on the street in mm-hmm. Cali. And the dude on the street, he gave me a nice amount for what I was paying. And compared to the dispensary, you're going to pay that extra money. The thing is, you're paying extra money off of the THC, and you might get a stronger potent. So some people, like, when you think of, like, something that might cost you, what, $30? But if you're saying you about to increase the THC and I gotta pay fifteen more dollars, you might do you it. Might do it. Yeah. But you know what I'm saying? it's ironically the stuff I got on the street was, was much stronger. stronger than what I got in the dispensary. Mm. I mean, that Cali bug. Cali bug, you know, it's a lot. Cali bug got the best. Cali got the best weed. Cali in New York. I'm going, going back, back to Cali. I got a Cali. Whole quarter. I ain't smoking like two, like about four bottles. Cheap uh, <laughs> uh man, yeah, you want to talk about role models? All right, yeah. Um, this one thing I wanted to bring up. Um, this week I met up with one of my boys, um, Elliot, and like B, um, he does coaching with young boys. But what he would do is he would do drills, but in between the drills, he would pull the boys to side and do math problems with them. Mm, that's new. Um, and what he started doing is we're, we're taking 100 shots. And he's like, we're taking 20 from five different locations. And he'll kind of quiz them. Mm. He's like, how many shots is that? Mm. Just to see where their timetables are and things of that nature. And it's like, yo, like to see that is like, I feel like as young African-Americans, we need to step up more and try to, to reach this younger generation. Because yeah. like... I'm not allowed. I be shocked when I go to the park and I hear little kids like, nigga, fuck you. Da, da, da. I'm like, oh my God. But I get on the phone with my boys like, yo, nigga, fuck you, bro. <laughs> but I feel like we should definitely be better role models. Mm. I mean, there's a lot of role models, but I, I feel like a lot of kids, there's a lot of kids that don't want to listen to that shit. Mm. Like, I can reach. I can try to reach the kids, but they're going to listen to what Lil Wayne or what Uzi got to say more than me. Anyway, oh, such and such got draw this, such and such draw that. What what you got? <laughs> like they they're more in tuned in other things, whereas we can try to reach them, do as hard as we can, show them basketball, show them other things outside of life. It's all about what what they're gonna what they can relate to. I, I should say. I feel like um, that has to do a lot with wanting to fit in because yeah. nobody wants to be the outcast. Nobody. You get what I'm saying? Like, um, I feel like individualism, like shit is dying. It, uh, I can't say that it's really dying. Um, I feel like um, it, it's it's. 
it's very like divided. You know what I'm saying? You could tell, you could like see who the followers are. You know what I'm saying? And you could see who like the um, you know the the independent thinkers, whoever, whoever are. And those are the the ones that are, like are usually like by themselves or whatever, whatever, because. Like I said, like, because socially, they're outcasts. Because, like I said, everybody is doing one thing, they're doing another, so they're not accepted. Mm-hmm. So it's like, you know what? I, I do agree with the sentiment that, you know, we can do better, we should do better mm-hmm. for being role models for the youth. But I feel like, yeah, we could do this, but at the end of the day, they want to be accepted by their peers. Mm-hmm. And that's a big thing. Yeah. Nobody wants to be the outcast. Yeah. Because, uh, you know, you can, like, their parents can tell them, like, you know what? Don't be a follower. Don't do this. Don't do that. But if you have a friend that you're very close with, you be like, yo, so, this, is my, this, is my, this is my best friend. Uh-huh. They're not going to steer me nowhere wrong. <laughs> or they're, they're doing, you get what I'm saying? So I feel like it has a lot to do with that. Mm-hmm. So... I mean, but who knows? Maybe one day, you know, you could be that role model, a light bulb will go off, and you'll be like, this is the wrong thing to do. They'll the risk so getting like, yeah, word, right? <laughs> uh, what's the, uh, that shit they used to show on Channel 7? Uh, Channel 7? With the uh, Declaration of Independence? Right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> now, remember that commercial? This is your brain on drugs. Oh, yeah, and you smash that through the pan. <laughs> I honestly think that a lot of kids first off shout out to my boy Elliot you know doing that's a big thing you're doing for the kids man we need more positive romance role models <laughs> um how you did bro he kicked on me man he kicked on me but I'm 31 man <laughs> I mean bro my, my balling days is over man I'm just focusing on training man but um but no like I said man like um you know shout out to my little bro Isaiah you know I took him under my Wayne, not really. Um, you know, he came to me for some help with ball, mm-hmm. and you know, we we gonna get with it. But I think that a lot of kids' role models are the dudes they see on the street because that's how many. That's what they see all the time, mm-hmm. and it's kind of hard when you're trying to get your shit together and still be a role model for other kids mm-hmm. because it requires you to kind of focus on yourself. And sometimes focusing on yourself, you create this image that you're being selfish, but that selfishness is a necessity to get where you need to get. But um, what I was saying is that it's just we kind of have to try to find a median because, yeah, it's cool that I'm doing like I'm working out one or two kids. But then these aren't the kids. No disrespect to my little bro, Zay or not. These aren't the kids that really need that attention. It's the kids that's fucking up in school, running the streets that really need the attention. You know what I'm saying? It's, it's easier to teach a kid. You know what I'm saying? That's a good kid, got a good head on his shoulder to keep him in that narrow path. The challenge comes to get that kid that doesn't see his potential to realize his potential. And, you know, and how do you do that when you don't realize your own? I'm still trying to find out who I am as a man, and I'm still trying to accomplish things. So it's going to require me to focus more on myself than to him. And it's sad because if you see a kid that has a head on his shoulder, like I say, my little bro, I keep him on that path. I always tell him, like, yo... School and basketball, that's all we focused on. The girl's always going to be there. And what you find out is the higher you go, the more you accomplish, it opens you up to a different type of, a different perspective and a different people. But how do you tell that kid that doesn't have a perspective of who he is? That's the real challenge. Mm -hmm. You know, you can keep any kid on that's a good kid on a straight path. The thing is, how do you get the kid that's a fuck up to get on the right path? Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? It's just just like, you got to kind of find that medium, but then it's sort of like, it takes a lot of sacrifice, and, you know, we just need more of that because these kids are seeing these dudes on the street, 
And those yeah. are the ones that are showing them love. You know what I'm saying? And it's just like it's not fake love, but, you know, it's just a form of love that they're not getting, but it's not the right type of love. So it's like, where do you find that medium? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, we got a couple of minutes. Uh, congratulations to the NBA on a successful bubble. The project worked. No positive COVID testing. Congratulations to LeBron on his fourth NBA championship. LeBron James. LeBron James. Congratulations to my man Rondo. Ron. Oh yeah, definitely Rondo. Definitely. Dwight Howard. Yeah. Frank Vogel. Yeah. Jason Kidd. All of them, bro. All of them. I don't think Kyle Kuzma deserves the ring. Jason Kidd got playing coach. Yeah. Playing coach. Yeah, man. Well, shout out to Frank Vogel. That's his first title. Word that coach. Yo, his coaching was amazing. I ain't gonna lie to you. Yeah, but how hard is it to coach, coach LeBron, LeBron James? I, I think no, the only no, one that gets no. respect is a Spolster, bro. I hold on, he does too. But when he when he benched the white and started, uh, yeah, that took balls. Yeah, uh, who did he, who did he start? Caruso. Caruso, and did the like that defense that night was amazing. LeBron told him to do that. <laughs> nah, chill, 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 chill. I ain't gonna lie to you. But Frank is a defensive coach. Yeah, I know. But, bro, I ain't gonna lie to you. I know everybody on LeBron dick, but, like, that nigga sees the game in a different light. <laughs> like, he, that nigga's playing chess while everybody outside playing basketball. <laughs> like, nah. I, I, I remember um, I was reading an article, and DeMar DeRozan was talking about it. Um, it was during one of their finals games. LeBron was telling one of the players on Toronto mm-hmm. how to run their how, play. Yeah, yeah. He 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 low key did that against Miami. Like he jumped a play. Like he was like, all right, they about to pass right there. I'm a, I watched that shit. I'm like, oh, this thing is this thing is Da Vinci. <laughs> but uh, yeah, we we about to get into our shout outs, man. Shout out to you guys for listening. Shout out to I Care Less podcast. Shout out to Dre. Shout out to Ryan Sweet Milk. We miss you. Shout out to uh, Aunt Lenice, her house for letting us use her house mm. every Friday. We in the kitchen with it. Every, in the, every Friday in the kitchen. Shout out to Brandon for coming through tonight, man. <laughs> Nigga came through in the pajamas tonight. <laughs> the uniform. <laughs> um, I want to say shout out to you guys because I know this isn't easy yeah. to do this every week. You guys been consistent. There's some week, you know, the Haitian sensation's not here. You know, I'm out on vacation doing my thing. <laughs> but I would just want to say I appreciate you guys for the hard work y'all put in, man. Well, thank you, sir. We appreciate that shit. It's not easy. You heard me? <laughs> but, um, nah, um, thank you for everybody that tune in every week. We appreciate y'all. Um, like we always say. Hit up the uh, IG, give us suggestions, give us questions, give us feedback. You like our shit, let us know. You hate our shit, let us know. You want to come on and argue, let us know. Um, For those who uh, got those references, hit up the inbox. We got them t-shirts for y'all. And um, thanks for listening. We appreciate y'all. Kava, we got you. Man, fuck all y'all, bro. Man, fuck y'all for listening. It's like, nah, um, you know, same old regular, man. You know, thank you all who've been listening, you know, and special thanks to those who have been listening and introduced people to our podcast and so out to all the new people. Thank you. And if you don't know your Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, this is now the time to come up Yo. and get signed <laughs> <laughs> No benediction, no benediction. <laughs> 
But nah, um, you know, shout out to everybody. Like I said, man, keep the um ideas coming, keep the suggestions coming. Follow us on our IG page, our Twitter page. Shout out to my man Kaba and his girl. I'm sorry, sweetheart, I don't know your name, so I'm just gonna call you Kabet. Tell that man to stop taking you to IHOP. I got a free, I got a Perkins gift card for you. I got y'all, bro. Shout out to Kabet, bro. Fellas, before I end this, is it time for um, Mars vs. Venus Part 2? Yes, it is. Uh, uh, is, it, is it time? It is. is it time? I, I, got, I got some ladies set up, man. I got is it time? Is it time? Yeah, um, let me, let me uh, just talk my shit. If, 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 if definitely time. Is it time? Now, I mean, ladies, whoever come, come with the heat. Come with the heat, because we, we ready for some shit. Come with the heat. All I'm going to say is this, bro. Ladies. Ladies. <laughs> I'm coming.